Sometimes as a mom, you can easily feel like you are drowning in all of the big emotions of family life. It might be your toddler's emotions. It might be your emotions, but they can be like a wave that just floods over us and drowns out not only all common sense and logic, but they can drown out the joy of the family relationships and the time that we have together. Unless, and this, my friend, is a big one, unless we can learn how to manage those hard emotions. And that's exactly what we are going to tackle today. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you've probably heard me mention that um, when I introduce myself, I always point out that I'm a therapist. I'm a professional counselor. I'm a marriage and family therapist in South Carolina. And I know how easy it is to be overwhelmed by emotions, but I also know how powerful it can be to learn a few small tips and tricks to manage those emotions and see a big change in your family life as a result. And that is exactly what we are aiming for today, my friend. If you feel like you're drowning in all the emotions, these are a few of my best tips to start managing them better and better and better starting today. So welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we are all about enjoying family life by building up healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. And I don't want those big, hard emotions to get in the way of any of that, to interrupt the relationships or to steal your joy of the big moments or the small moments or anything in between. And as I already said, I'm a therapist, but I do have a name. So if we haven't met yet, hello, I'm Jess, um, a therapist, but also a wife and a mom and a woman who struggles plenty of days of the week with managing my own emotions. I know how powerful they can be. And I have found these tips not only helpful in the counseling room, but helpful in my own living room. So I am excited to share them with you today. As we jump into this conversation and sharing some of these tips and tricks and strategies and whatever you want to call it, um, I want to give my disclaimer. Yes, I am a therapist, but I'm not your therapist. This podcast is informational and I do hope that it's helpful. And I want to remind you that we have a ton of great resources over on the website. Head over to loveyourpeoplewell.com, grab some free resources, take a look through the devotionals that we have there. Um, We have a whole page of resources for managing emotions, and I know that there's going to be something there that is helpful for you. Um, I'll probably mention a few of the freebies and the resources as we go through some of these tips, but you don't need to wait. You can head over there right now to loveyourpeoplewell.com. If you want to start with the freebies, it is backslash free and you can grab some really great stuff there. And um, yeah, I think that's all the housekeeping type of stuff that I wanted to highlight. So let's transition and not just talk about the what of the why, but the how. How can we manage these hard emotions? And I'll remind you, 
if, you know, again, if you've listened for a while, you might remember this. If you're new here, just a few months ago in the fall of 2023, um, we did a deep dive into some of the most common emotional struggles like depression and anxiety and stress and burnout. And so if there's a specific issue, you might find it helpful to scroll back through your podcast list and um, there might be a title there that really catches your eye and you could you could hit pause and go there or make a note to go there next. Um, but we have a lot of other episodes. There's a lot on the website, on the blog about emotions. And some of those are very practical, quick tip type of episodes. And I'm not going to necessarily repeat everything we've already talked about in other episodes, but I want to give you somewhere to start. Because if you feel like you're drowning, sometimes we just need that that life draft or something we can hang on to and let someone else drag us to safety. My friend, if you've listened to the last few weeks, it's no surprise to you to know that the person holding out that life float is the Lord Jesus Christ. He sees exactly what's going on. He is the one who is strong enough and faithful enough and there to rescue you from feeling like you are drowning. And every tip or strategy that you might think about trying when it comes to managing your emotions, if it does not point you toward the Lord, then it's not ultimately going to be that helpful. So definitely dive into some of the things we've talked about recently for deepening your faith, spending that time with the Lord. That might not feel like a a tip for managing your emotions, but if you actually think about it, it absolutely is. The closer you are with the Lord, the more you're reading the Bible and praying and confessing and asking the Holy Spirit to fill you the more you're going to experience the fruit that the Holy Spirit brings, which includes these, you know, little nuggets like patience and kindness, self-control, compassion. No one can manage their emotions well without self-control and patience and kindness and all these other things. And we try to just grit our teeth and force ourselves through it, But that's not the true solution. Jesus is the one who will save you from drowning. And the more that the Holy Spirit is filling your life, the more you will be able to manage those hard emotions. So that may not feel like a very practical, quick tip for managing your emotions, because in many ways, it is more of a slow and steady habit by habit, day by day, building intimacy with the Lord. He is the one that tells us, if you are weary, if you are burdened, come to me and take my yoke upon you and I will give you rest. I can't promise you rest, but Jesus can. Let me interrupt our conversation just for a moment to invite you to join me over in the Faith Fiverr Club. This is our private community where every month we go deep into a different topic of family life. With a private podcast, a personal workbook, month by month, encouragement and resources, join us at patreon.com forward slash love your people well. 
All right, let's get back to our conversation. And so this is a great tip when it comes to the in the moment crisis, because there is absolute power in a quick prayer to just throw up, uh, what's the football term, that Hail Mary, (laughs) just throw it up. Lord, help me. Give me patience. Help me bite my tongue. Help me to turn the other cheek. Give me a, a, a moment of gratitude in my mind, in my heart, just calling out to the Lord in that moment of distress. And there are plenty of Psalms that can kind of walk you through that. You can just open to the Psalms and probably find one pretty quickly that you can just read it, pray it, think about it. Um, If you're in the car, wherever you are, you can call out to the Lord. But this is also one of those little tips that is that slow and steady day by day, spend time reading the Bible, spend time praying. If you don't know where to start, grab my Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. That is a freebie. It's actually um, one of the top two most popular freebies on the website. 45 days of Bible readings, questions so that you can really be thinking it through and building a skill and building a habit. But spending that time with the Lord and calling out to Him in the moment that that emotion is flooding you and overwhelming you, that is where the power really is. But yes, I have some other tips that I want to talk through. (laughs) So let me also um, just take a few moments and talk about the power of distraction. Now there's a thousand ways that we can distract ourselves. Um, And actually, we just had an episode about trying to stay purposeful in our parenting and not let ourselves get distracted by the to-do list or the social media or whatever it is in the busyness of life that steals away our attention. But on the flip side of that, distraction can actually be really productive if we're using it well. If you start feeling flooded with a hard emotion, you're feeling panic come on you, you're feeling that anger just well up, shift your thought to something else. And and ultimately, what is that? It's a distraction you think about something else, or you do something else. And that emotion, I'm not going to say it goes away. I mean, sometimes it does. But most of the time, it's just that it gets lessened. It's not quite as powerful. And it's a lot easier to manage an emotion that's kind of medium level, than like blowing my top off steam coming out my ears, I can't handle this height of emotion. So maybe this is worth thinking about ahead of time. What are some things you enjoy that can distract you? This is a little bit different than relaxing you. We will talk about that in just a minute. Um, but distraction is especially helpful if because your brain needs to start thinking about something else. You could do a crossword puzzle. You could read a book. You could count to 100 You could count to 100 backwards. You could call a friend to have a conversation. You could uh, write a gratitude list. Whatever it is that puts your thoughts on something else. Our brains are not capable of, of feeling high emotion and high logic. Like if your brain is thinking about something, it doesn't have the space to also be overwhelmed by the emotions. So get logical, distract your thoughts, 
um, do something, even if that's just thinking about something different, and that will help you in that moment to manage those emotions. Now, I also would encourage you, I mentioned about relaxing, and that is another really key tip when it comes to learning how to manage our emotions is paying attention to your body and finding ways to physically start relaxing yourself or releasing some energy in a healthy way that um, can kind of get that emotion out of your system in a manner of speaking, without having some sort of outburst at the people you care about. And that starts with paying attention to how your body is feeling when the emotion comes. Do you even recognize that you're getting flooded before it happens? If you're zero to a hundred with your anger, or, you know, you just kind of blink and all of a sudden you're totally overwhelmed with anxiety, it's going to be worth You might not be able to do it in the moment the first time. Maybe you have to come back later and kind of think through it, journal through it, try to understand and figure out, okay, what was it that triggered that? And what did I feel in my body? Now, I'll give you a few really common ones. A lot of people notice they're starting to feel flooded with emotion, drowning in an emotion because they get heated and flushed or their body gets tense in their shoulders or their stomach. Some people get stomach aches or headaches. Um, You might get really fidgety and feel like you just can't stop moving. You might start crying and you don't even understand why. Your face might turn red. Those are some really common ways that our bodies start to uh, process these overwhelming emotions. And if you recognize that's what's happening, well, then you can do something about it to calm your body down. And again, that might be some relaxation things, um, taking some slow, deep breaths, taking a hot shower, um, doing some stretching, something that's going to relax your body. And sometimes, especially if you're noticing a lot of tension in your body, sometimes it's helpful to do something that Um, releases energy and then helps you relax, right? So if you are one of those people that finds, you know, when I get angry, I just feel like punching the wall. I mean, hopefully you don't, but it might help to do something with that energy. And some people scream into a pillow. Um, You know, you might have a, a punching bag and go work out or do some jumping jacks, you know, get that physical energy out of your body. One of my favorites, um, especially when I'm feeling really flooded with emotion and my kids are around and there's not really a lot of time, you know, I can't really say, okay, guys, hold on. Mommy's going to take 10 minutes and like go cool down. Something that helps me is to go into the bathroom, get a washcloth, get it wet and try to wring out as much of the water as I can. And you're really, you can use your muscles there. You're releasing some of that physical energy And it can help your body to relax. Now, another tip that's going to be helpful in managing our emotions is accountability. And I will tell you, as a mom, um, it is super awkward and really rare for us to talk about these hard emotions together. There are some that are kind of, um, I don't want to say popular, but uh, they're very common They're in the cultural norm. 
a lot of people feel okay to talk about anxiety, but not a lot of people feel okay to talk about anger and to talk about depression. But my friend, those feelings, those overwhelming emotions are incredibly common and very difficult. And so finding accountability, whatever it is, whether it's anxiety or depression or anger or or overwhelm or burnout or stress or loneliness, anything that you feel like I am just drowning in this emotion when it comes up, I can't handle it. I'm not enjoying life. I can't connect with my people. You might be taking things out on them. Like even if relationships are good, you're not feeling the joy and the peace of that. Let someone know that you're struggling. Ask them to pray for you. Ask them to check in with you. And it can be helpful to tell, maybe especially um, a really good friend or your husband, you know, someone who's going to be there actually in your home or face to face with you on a regular basis. Tell them what tips or tricks you're trying to, you're attempting to try. Like, I'm going to have my daily time with the Lord. I'm going to distract myself when I get angry and I'm going to read this book. Well, they can ask you every week, hey, what chapter are you on in the book? And if you're never making progress, well, are you following through? You know, they can ask you the hard questions, but that accountability and that prayer support is huge. Let me give another big picture tip here. Um, I feel like a lot of these are kind of, there's the slow and steady part of it, changing kind of your baseline reaction to things, but also the in the moment, this is a crisis reaction. But self-care is another one. Now we have plenty of entire episodes about self-care. You might love it. You might hate it. Um, Well, I don't know anyone who hates it. It's more like you hate the idea of it because you never have time for it. But, um, But the reality is taking care of yourself can go a long way in helping you manage emotions. And the reason is not so much that like you're feeling good and, and your nails look great or whatever it might be, but because it lowers your baseline level of stress. The more that things are building, 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 it's only going to take a tiny little thing to push you over the edge. So maybe it's every day, maybe it's every week, it might be five minutes, it might be five hours, but doing things on a regular basis that you just enjoy, things that refresh you, that make you smile, that is absolutely worth your time. And I'll mention another freebie here. Um, We have a free list of 51 self-care ideas. If you're feeling stuck on where to start, this is a great place to start. Um, As I said before, lots of freebies. So let's recap some of these tips that we have talked about. We've talked about spending time with God, right? The slow and steady day-to-day habit, but also the -the in-the-moment crisis crying out to him. We've talked about distracting yourself, changing up what you're thinking about. Maybe you're doing something, reading something, just thinking about something different. We've talked about relaxing your body, recognizing what's going on in your body, and then actually responding to it in a way to change it, releasing that energy or doing something calming. We've talked about accountability and prayer, including other people in the process. And we've talked about self-care. 
And I'll close with one final tip for learning how to manage these hard emotions, and that is prayer. And not just prayer in a, in a general way, which I already spoke about a little bit, but praying over your very specific triggers and struggles. And this really gets into some deep inner work. You might need to journal. You might need some counseling. You might need to sit down with a friend. But the more that you can understand, I struggle with fill in the blank. I struggle when my husband says this. I struggle with that look on my daughter's face. I, you know, I'm struggling with idolatry of comfort. And so when, when I'm feeling not comfortable and I'm feeling challenged and stretched, I just lose my cool. It could be any number of things. And it's probably more than one thing. But the more that you can understand what's underneath these emotional struggles, those moments when you feel totally overwhelmed, if you can name what they are, then you can pray over them much more specifically. And like I said, it might be helpful to go back to some of those episodes back in the fall of 2023, um, when we dove deep into some of the really common emotional struggles like anxiety and stress and anger and depression, um, because we we talked about a lot about specifics in those episodes. Um, and as I said, there's a lot of resources and information over at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash emotions. Um, But it might just come down to sitting down with the Lord and a pen and a piece of paper and just thinking about some recent times when you felt like you were drowning in your emotions and just not rehearsing it in your mind, like just reliving it and feeling the emotion again, Uh, But trying to take the perspective maybe of like, if I was a fly on the wall, you know, what did I see happening? If I'm watching the video, what did I say? What did other people say? Do I remember what I was thinking about then? And the more you can break it down and get specific, now you can pray about that situation or that trigger or that sin or whatever it is. And you can pray very specifically And you can ask the Lord for wisdom in how to handle that very specific struggle or trigger or situation. So that's the last thing I wanted to hit on um, is just taking that time to understand yourself better, to go deeper with the Lord and to get specific, not only with your planning, what do I do in this situation, but also with your praying. And I will uh, point you right now to um, a devotional that we have, especially if you're struggling with this emotional control. The Keep Your Cool Mama 40-Day Devotional might be a great resource for you to just dive into scripture. And there are um, reflection questions and prayer prompts really going deep into what the Bible says about impatience and frustration and some of these hard emotions so that you can then pray over it and apply it to your unique life. So you can always head over to loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash devotionals to see all of the devotionals, but that's the keep your cool mama devotional. um, And that might be a great resource for you. So we've got a lot of good stuff there. 
Um, I hope you will find a freebie that's helpful for you or maybe one of those devotionals. I hope also that you will join us in the Faith Fiverr Club, Um, not because we're diving deep right this exact moment into emotions, but because um, over the course of the year, we're diving deep into a different theme, a different topic every month. And it really is going to hit on a lot of those slow and steady things that we just talked about. Um, We're about to start February and we're diving into biblical marriage habits. And a big part of your marriage is managing hard emotions that can be particularly difficult with little kids who just have a magical way of pushing our buttons and with our husbands who have a magical way of pushing our buttons. (laughs) There's something about those intimate, close relationships that um, it's, it's more impactful if we're struggling with our emotions. And honestly, it's more likely that we will struggle with our emotions. And so, um, you know, don't try to do everything at once, my friend. I would encourage you to kind of pick one thing that I talked about. Sit with that, pray about that, dive deep into that, grab your freebies, grab a devotional, join us in the Faith Fiverr Club. That's plenty of things to work on, but do not feel overwhelmed, my friend. As I said at the beginning, it really all comes back to keeping your eyes on Jesus. He is the source of peace that you're looking for. He is the source of hope in your family life and your home life. And he is faithful to not only carry you through it, but to bring redemption and healing and beauty on the other side. Praise be to God. And that is all I have for today, my friends. We will be back in our Friday Faith follow-up episode this week with more biblical encouragement and practical tips to help you love your people well. So until then, hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. I'm so glad you joined me today for this episode of the Love Your People Well podcast. If you found it helpful or encouraging, please leave a written review to encourage me, but also to help the show grow. You can even copy the link to this episode and text it to a friend. Don't forget to grab all your resources at loveyourpeoplewell.com and join us inside the Faith Fiverr Club for extra perks every week.